Welcome back to the show. We've talked a lot about immigration. There's been a great concern recently about the fact that we're having 500,000 people moving to Canada by uh, 2025. Our immigration levels have been increasing significantly. And with that, people's concerns over housing, access to healthcare, congestion, and traffic. Joining me now to discuss the issue uh, is David Coletto, who's chair and CEO of Abacus Data. David, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Great to be here. So what convinced you to write uh, an article on this? Was it your own research or is it more anecdotal, just meeting friends, family, acquaintances, where you were hearing that phrase, I'm pro-immigration, but? Well, I think it was a mix of a few things. One is I was hearing, I was hearing that uh, a few times, and it was the first time in, that I can remember, that at least in Canada, that I heard somebody say, you know, start a, a thought with, with that, uh, with that clause at the front end, mm-hmm. and then you know, the all the 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 focus on Canada's population crossing 40 million, and and a lot of the news that that we were seeing coming about, you know, just how many new immigrants we were welcoming to the country had me, you know, as, as a public opinion researcher, I have that 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 advantage of being able to ask people questions. So it had me thinking about, you know, this 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 idea that that Canadians in Canada are um, are somehow immune, that we are immune to kind of some of the anti-immigration forces that we've seen in other parts of the world. And so, hey, I'm a pollster. I, I went in and I asked a, a bunch of questions to try to understand what, what people are thinking today. Now, generally, there's been a consensus, whether it's federal liberal, uh, federal conservative, federal New Democrat, generally people at that level as elected officials and and the business community uh, have been, generally agreed, look, we need to have a robust uh, type of immigration in this country. In the 90s, it was about 200,000 immigrants, and slowly it has been inching up under whether it's Mr. Kretschian, Mr. Harper, or under Mr. Trudeau. But it's but it's significantly increasing over the last few years. Um, is this something that can be sustained when it comes to public opinion? Uh, because we're hitting 500,000 in 2025, yeah. or do you think we're hitting a wall here? Well, I think I think it can be sustained, but it it requires you know, action on some of the, the areas where people are feeling, I think, friction, right? And, and in our research, you know, the two areas where people feel that immigrants are having the, the biggest negative impact is on housing prices and, and the cost of living relative to housing and healthcare, right? And, and the perception that our system just can't meet the, the needs. And if we're going to continue to bring in half a million new people, how, how on earth are we going to, you know, care for everybody and find a roof uh, over their heads. And so I think, you know, we have had Canada's grown, um, as you said, consistently for decades, but it's the scale of growth at the same time that I think for many people, they feel, you know, our public services haven't been uh, kept up, our infrastructure hasn't been invested in. And so as people experience these frustrations in their day-to-day lives, it creates an opportunity for them to say, well, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. You know, in my heart of hearts, I think immigration is good. I'm not opposed to immigrants. It's, it's not a xenophobic kind of response. Um, it's increasingly, for many, a response that, that says, are we ready for it? Can we handle, you know, the increase in population? Mm-hmm. And, you know, economists say we need, to, we need immigrants because we're not replacing our population. Our birth rate's very low. We're an aging population. And so, you know, demographically, we, we need to, to grow our population and welcome new people. But I worry um, that that... that consensus you described at the elite kind of political level uh, may be disrupted 
as the political market, as public opinion shifts towards a place where people say, I don't, it's not that I don't want any immigrants, mm-hmm. but maybe we can have a debate about how many we're letting into the country because I'm worried about the impact it's having on the things I rely on every day. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, the, I guess the other question that has to be asked is, 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 is it fair uh, to say we have housing and affordability challenges, we have challenges with health care, and somehow put the onus, uh, fairly or unfairly, on, on, on immigrants. What I mean by that is we uh, peaked building housing in this country in the early 1970s. The federal government got out of the housing business, provincial governments to a certain degree, affordable housing. And I think we're ne- they're now waking up to it in the last little while in major cities like Toronto and Vancouver. But that's not the immigrants' fault. It certainly is causing short-term no. challenges, and I, and I would agree with that. And in the healthcare situation, we've had an ongoing debate about we all support a one-payer, single-payer healthcare system. But, you know, many Canadians would argue we need more dynamism in it, um, you know, to, to, to drive innovation, that we're not, we're not finding a place for the private sector within a single-payer system. Now, that can be debated, and I, don't, and I don't always support all of that, but that can be debated, and that's fine. But it seems like those systems, whether it's our cost of living or housing, sorry, and healthcare, we haven't been really focused on both of them in a meaningful way to make real change. And so when these immigrants come, who we need, with, the, with a, who are of a working age population, we kind of throw this at them and say, look, we got these problems and it's because of you folks. And yeah. it's not yeah. fair, though, is it? Or maybe I'm wrong. And I, and I, and I think, you know, the, 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 I'm not saying that, that the immigrants are to blame for these problems. I actually think if you ask me personally, my view is it's a failure of leadership um, of all three levels of government to coordinate. Right. If the federal government is, is responsible for immigration levels, you know, we know the provinces are responsible for largely for, for, for health care and the municipalities and province are responsible for housing. Um, you know, we should have been planning for this. Like we knew. For, for decades, that Canada's population was aging, that we weren't replacing, you know, we weren't having enough babies. And so this is not a new problem. This is not a new, right? So that I think is, but, but the response is, the reaction, and we've seen it in other countries like the UK and the United States and Australia, where immigration levels rise, you do get this anxiety because people are perceiving that the things that they have come to expect and, and the pressures they're feeling are just going to be made worse. Right. And it's not because of immigrants, but it's because our population is growing. And and so I think I think and so I put focus on it, not that, you know, we want to create a backlash against immigration, but it's almost a warning to our political leaders that if we don't get this right, mm-hmm. right, that that consensus that that Canada has had and, and that I think has made us unique in the world as a welcoming, tolerant, you know, inclusive place might be at risk. It doesn't mean it will be. But mm-hmm. if we don't invest in healthcare, if we don't figure out how to, to improve it, um, and, and we aren't building as many homes as we possibly can, then the housing crisis is going to only get worse. And, and people's confidence in the healthcare system, especially as our population ages, is going to put further political pressure on people to respond. And as somebody who, who observes and follows politics globally and in, here in Canada really closely, if there's an opportunity, if public opinion creates the opportunity for a political leader to take advantage of something, they typically do. And so we shouldn't take for granted that all three major federal parties agree that immigration is a good thing, or at least the level of immigration we've had over the last number of years is a good thing. And, and we should start having this conversation. It's almost as if, you know, immig- we can't debate immigration because it's this, this, this taboo subject. Um, 
but but we have to like demographics as people say is destiny and we need to figure out as a country that's that's getting older very fast how we're going to keep economic growth and and forward i will say in the survey work that we're doing canadians also recognize while you know a growing population is putting pressure on things like housing and healthcare that more immigrants is actually going to be good for the economy it's going to be you know good for attracting new business it's a good for dealing with labor shortages that might exist so there's, there's certainly a, a perception and understanding that there's a lot of upside mm-hmm. to, to the, the level of immigration we have, but it's also dealing with those negatives that I think become really important. No, I, I think you're absolutely right, and it's it's not like it's xenophobia. I mean, I've heard this from immigrants who say, wait a minute, I'm pro-immigrant, I am an immigrant, uh, but I'm concerned as well, letting too many people come in and, and, and in regards to the ability to handle all of it when it comes to our housing and the healthcare system. But I think you're absolutely right, David. This is a, a major challenge for all parties, all political leaders, and it doesn't take much for uh, one political party to take advantage of it because that underlying concern is fundamentally there in regards to our um, uh, institutions to handle uh, and absorb so many people moving uh, to yeah. this country, that's for sure. David, thank you so much for your time today. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for having me. Have a great day.